Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's time once again for another SmackDown study. Sure, SmackDown study for March 18th, 2022. We had ourselves a real good show tonight. Kick things off right off the bat with our head of the table, the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, accompanied by the rest of the Bloodline, making their way to the ring and telling everybody that he's going to smash Brock Lesnar come WrestleMania. And we find out from Paul Heyman that Brock's flight was grounded in Saskatchewan and that he was not going to be at the arena tonight. So naturally, Roman's like, oh, well, you know, Brock's just scared. He doesn't want none of this. Just going to smash him come WrestleMania. And then all of a sudden, Paul's phone begins to blow up a little bit and he tries to find a way into talking while Roman's talking Roman's like what are you doing they already heard you they're here they want to hear they want to listen to me they want to acknowledge me and Paul's like well I'm sorry but Brock's flight has landed and he's on his way and you can immediately see the shift in Roman and Uso's face when they hear Paul say that and such such great acting i love it so much <laughs> so at this point paul's like panicking he's like what am i what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and roman's like well i don't know what you're gonna do but um we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna handle some stuff so they go <laughs> and everybody bails they all start running away uh so after that they show them in the back heading towards their suv to get in to leave the arena so clearly they don't want to deal with Brock tonight. But all of a sudden, you start hearing a, a horn. The camera kind of pans towards Roman as he's about to, you know, get into the SUV. And he turns around and he literally mouths, what the? <laughs> and the camera pans again. And you see Brock Lesnar just barreling in towards them with a forklift. And what does he do? He smashes the windows of the SUV. As the Usos and Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns are all inside. And then what do they do? They go to commercial. I'm like, what? Why? Why would you choose now to go to the commercial break? What they do, we come back from commercial. And (laughs) the bloodline has escaped the SUV. But they showed during the commercial what had happened. Brock had continued to smash in with with the forklift and actually going ahead and tipping over the SUV. Uh, They then decide to escape through a Silverado. Uh, But while they're going to escape, Brock jumps out of the forklift, runs towards the Silverado and literally pulls one of the doors right off its hinges. So as we all know, It's well documented. Brock Lesnar is not a big fan of car doors. And uh, that continued tonight. (laughs) So Brock grabs the door after he tries to throw it at the Silverado as it squeals away and brings the door out (laughs) to the ring with him. Gets on the mic and um, apologizes to the crowd. Like, sorry, guys, I'm a little riled up right now. (laughs) Um. I love this Brock, seriously. Um, 
you can only you can only deal with so much of the brah Brock Lesnar are gonna eat and destroy everything. Comedy Brock, Cowboy Brock, whatever you want to call him, is just it's it's an it's the next level. And I actually really enjoy him not having Paul Heyman with him. He's able to speak clearly, has no issues whatsoever, and he can immediately go from jolly to I'm going to rip your face off in a matter of microseconds. So it's fantastic. The man is coming for blood, and I fear for Roman come (laughs) WrestleMania. Uh, So after that, we jumped right into our in-ring action. As Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura came down to the ring, Pat McAfee just going absolutely batshit crazy as he should, air guitaring on um, Michael Cole's face. <laughs> and they take on and defeat Los Lotharios. Um, I believe this was a rematch from either a week or two ago, but whatever. Still a good match. It gives Boogs and Nakamura more momentum going into WrestleMania where they will challenge the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. That'll be a fun match. Uh, Boogs getting the win in this match also with his Boogs Cruise. I really love the name of that. It's just, I don't know, just it flows so well. Um, and it's nice that we don't have to lean heavily on Nakamura for this match either. So it's always good. Up next, we had our six-man tag match that we should have had last week. Uh, it was the Viking Raiders and Drew McIntyre taking on Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal, and Shanky. And uh, Madcap Moss before this made probably his best joke ever. He asked about uh, what a happy, or like a, 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 an instance of happy talk. Um, I don't know. I can't tell the jokes because I'm not Matt Cat Moss, so you know I don't, I don't I don't know good jokes like this. But basically, he called happy talk nappy talk, um, and uh, much to the chagrin of everybody else there. But I thought it was quite hilarious. But that's that is what it is. Uh, but in the match itself, Drew McIntyre taking Shanky to Claymore Country, getting the one, two, three, and he and the Viking Raiders get a measure of revenge and get the win victory tonight. After that, we had a vignette promo from Sami Zayn stating that he's sick and tired of everything that Jenny Knoxville has done. And he wants to make their match at WrestleMania and anything goes match. A little later on, Johnny Knoxville answers and says, all right, schnookums, we'll do this. So we got ourselves and anything goes matches what I kind of expected this to turn into. Obviously, Johnny Knoxville being from Jackass, I can highly expect there to be some ridiculous shit to see during this match. And quite frankly, I am very invested in this. I want to see what they do because <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be insane. No pun intended. After that, we got four of the best women. And WWE today have themselves a tag team match. It was SmackDown's Naomi and Sasha Banks taking on Raw's Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley for that WrestleMania momentum. And boy, was this match fantastic. But (laughs) in typical WWE way, the match gets ended 
in a no contest as Natalia and Shayna Baszler hit the ring and attack all four members. Obviously, trying to state their case that they want a shot at these the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. And they get exactly that. They go to the back. Sonya Deville stops them and says, I saw what you two did out there. And quite frankly, I liked it. So because of that, you're added to the match. So now the WWE Tag Team Championships will be defended in a fatal four-way tag team match. We've got eight very capable women that will be battling for those WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. After that, Pat McAfee was summoned to Vince McMahon's office uh, due to what had happened last week with Austin Theory. Speculation was that if Pat didn't apologize, he would not only lose his match at WrestleMania, he would also be fired from commentary. And clearly, we all know that ain't going to happen. Pat comes out of Vince's office, walks to the ring, and drops a beautiful promo talking about his love for wrestling when he found it. Uses the words professional wrestling, which obviously, as we all know, is one of those things where Vince is not really fond of the words professional wrestler but the fact that for those of you who watched AEW and Sam and I will cover this more on Sunday when we do our podcast that will come out Monday morning the Jericho Appreciation Society have been using sports entertainer for their group so it's kind of only fitting that recently in the last week we've had both Pat McAfee and Dolph Ziggler use the term professional wrestler so is it a, I see what you're doing, so we're going to have some fun and go the opposite direction? Is it a glitch in the Matrix? Is it is it a sign of the end times? I, I don't know, but it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Uh, I, I love the little Easter eggs that people drop in, and it's just, it's a lot of fun. Um, but, of course, with Pat McAfee being out there, Austin Theory makes his way to the ring and tells Pat that he just need, he needs to apologize. And then Pat just literally rips him in half. Like not well, not literally, but verbally. Talking about how his parents raised a douchebag and I and I said I said we we do not we do not accept slander on Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae here, sir. You don't do that. The way is the way. And you don't make fun of Papa Gargano and Mama Lorette. You don't do it. You just don't do it. But we get the apology. A little bit of a shoving match between the two and Austin Theory leaves. Now, this match with Pat McAfee is going to be something special. I don't care what anybody says. This already could be one of the, I would say, for the both nights, this could be a top five matchup. It's just my opinion. Y'all can disagree with me if you want, but I have a feeling this could steal the show. It really could. It's just, just putting it out there. We'll see what happens when it gets to it. After that, we got an update on Big E's condition. Um, he does have two broken uh, vertebrae, but there's no surgery needed. Spinal cord is fine, so he just needs to recover. 
obviously he's going to be out for a while. That's all. That, and that's fine. But at least he'll be healthy when he eventually returns. But up next, we had uh, Kofi Kingston looking for a little bit of revenge for his boy taking on Ridge Holland uh, during the match. Both Seamus and Butch, a.k.a. Pete Dunn, get tossed. But uh, Butch, a little uh, little hesitant to leave distracting Kofi, allowing Ridge to get the victory here. So it's nice to see that they still do have some, they still have some good feelings when it comes to Ridge. They're not looking to bury the kid or, or to fire him after what it, the unfortunate accident with what happened with Big E. But I don't know. The kid just needs to, he just needs to keep grinding. He needs to just keep getting better because yeah, these mistakes are going to happen and it's unfortunate. But we need, you know, he needs to make sure that he's able to to overcome this. Unfortunately, this is not the first time he's dropped somebody on the on his head. So hopefully we don't get a third time. Uh, and then after that, we had our main event segment of the night as uh, the Queen and the SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair made her way out to the ring. With essentially a challenge for Ronda, uh, which Ronda quickly answered. And ladies and gentlemen, it was fight night. Definitely tonight between these two. But once again, for the second week in a row, Charlotte Flair gets one up on Ronda Rousey, powerbombing her through the commentary table to end the show tonight. A bit surprising. Uh, I expected Ronda to probably get the one up tonight, but no. Charlotte once again gets it. So I understand. I mean, I kind of get it. You want to make Charlotte look real good going into the title match. I can pretty much guarantee that Ronda's not going to leave uh, without the title uh, when it comes to WrestleMania. So, we'll, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, good, good show. Uh, a little disappointed with the women's tag match ending in the no contest, but uh, it set up the storyline to add the fourth team to the mix. So I'll let it slide. Um, but overall, good show. A good way to roll, continue into WrestleMania. Uh, it's insanity because we now have two weeks as of the day this comes out before WrestleMania night one. It's crazy. It truly is crazy how fast this is shot up. <laughs> um, but that's it for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for listening once again. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook as Ship It Above the Ring. And you can find us also on Instagram as underscore above the ring and on YouTube as well as above the ring. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty J stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. You guys all know the spiel. <laughs> um, you can do all your one-stop shopping, add a little bedlam to your day and uh, just enjoy the times. This is a great time going into WrestleMania. And then after that, everybody turns their eyes to double or nothing. And Sam and I will have more details when it comes to that, uh, especially as times get closer. Uh, if you did not listen to our Revolution Go Home show, your boys are going to Vegas. We're going to be at double or nothing. This will actually be my first AEW event. Uh, Sam has actually gone to a couple already. So. I'm very excited personally. Uh, hopefully they have the fan fest and everything again, because I'd love to be able to meet some of the guys there, get some merch. It's be a good time. I'm very excited for it. 
So once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, we truly appreciate you. Hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Most importantly, do not forget to ship it and join the bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.